0: It's all about how badly you want it. Acting's hard work, Stanley. You have to earn my respect. If you pull back even a little, you just disappoint yourself. This first term is a physical and emotional undoing. You will be forced to unlearn everything that you've ever learned. You will break.
1: This is the N to Z of film. With Andy and Rajiv. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, welcome to season four, episode four of the n film, Wonder Waihene, where we're talking about women New Zealand filmmakers. In this episode, we're discussing the movie The Rehearsal from 2001.
0: Andrew? 2016. Ah, uh, 2016. <laughs> Actually, but you know, 2001, that's fine. six. S-16. 2001, it's, six. <laughs> yeah, 2001 plus 15 years, yeah. so that's fine. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah. this is uh, a film <laughs> based on the book by Eleanor Catton. Um, yep. Directed by Alison McLean and written by Alison McLean and Emily Perkins. The film is about a bunch of drama students. Thank you. It's the basic synopsis. I'm so glad
1: we gave you the synopsis too, Andrew. Thank you very yeah.
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about a. Uh, I mean, it's it's a tough one to really drill. It's a drama students and there's friends and then they do some stuff.
1: Okay, yep. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get we'll get into it. Um, so I'm your co-host a, uh, Rajiv Mishra, and uh, that was Andy James. And today we've got a special guest with us. Our first special guest of season four, real uh,
0: human person,
1: <laughs> Kaylee Carruthers. Kaylee Carruthers, thanks. Hello, Kaylee. Hi. Introduce yourself to our wide listener base.
2: Hello, wide <laughs> listener base, um, and. Petite listener base, I guess. I don't wanna <laughs> no body judgment. My name is Kaylee Carruthers. Uh you may recognize my voice from the Rancho Notorious podcast. I don't talk like this on the podcast. Um <laughs> but uh how do you talk on
1: that one? Do you talk like a
2: I just talk like a, a normal person. Oh, okay, Sometimes cool. I sound more like I've had a couple glasses of red wine. Okay, cool. You know, get a bit loose. So you um, sound
1: more professional than our podcast. Yeah. So.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm putting That's on my radio voice.
0: Um and I've... you might also recognise your voice from a previous episode of this. Yes. Uh first returning is our first
1: returning guest? No no Dad Dad Slavin is our uh our...
2: no, Oh the... for this season. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our first guest.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I've been on the podcast previously. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for having me back. I'm very honored.
1: And on that previous podcast, Andrew didn't have his microphone on. So you've got it on this time, right, Andrew? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Okay. We all are. Is, yep.
0: We will all sound <laughs> yep. very professional today. Sweet. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I oh, mean, professionalism level on this already. Yeah, so good through the roof. Through the roof. Got the date of the film wrong. <laughs> we
1: got the, I'm so so sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking about another film. Got a film good synopsis. I've got a synopsis here. Let me read this one out. First year acting oh, student.
0: Oh come on! I did it.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, first-year acting oh. student Stanley mines his girlfriend's family scandal is material for the end of year show at drama school. The result is a moral minefield.
2: Ooh, nice. Is, it
1: was a synopsis oh, from that IMDb. That is actually better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't write it, so don't feel too bad. I didn't write it. It's it's from the internet. Okay, cool. So this is um uh Alison McLean, which is cool cuz um I don't do you remember Kitchen Sink Andrew? So when we were at university, yeah. we we had to watch the Sink, one of the, one of the, you know, short films you're you watching. It was really, it's really cool. It's a yeah. weird little cool short film. And it's actually on the DVD that I hired to watch <gasps> on this one. So oh, it's wow. pretty cool. It's a cool, a cool oh, little extra. Rare. Yeah.
2: And I think it's on the Inz and On Demand website. I yes, um, it's definitely on the internet. I watched it last night when it was dark and it was a bit scary. <laughs> um, even, I was watching it on my phone because I was also baking at the same time. And I was like, oh uh, ah.
0: <laughs> Baking. <laughs> so you were in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was, watching kitchen sink, yeah, getting freaked out.
2: Yeah, it was. it was too real. It was too real. After that, she went off to Hollywood.
1: She made Crush, a New Zealand uh, feature film with um, Marsha Gay Harden. Marsha Gay Harden. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she did like episodes of six in the city and she did Jesus's son, but my most favorite thing on her list of credits is Carnival. Do you watch the series Carnival? I
2: actually watched that in first year English at university because we were reading Geek Love and we got to also watch Carnival in class because we yeah. had an amazing English teacher. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was going, when I was going it's through a pretty intense show to watch yeah, in high school. Very <laughs> uh, no, university. Uni- university. It was okay. It was okay. We did exactly. I didn't need my parents to sign a, okay. a form, thank <laughs> thankfully. Um but yeah, I was looking through her um IMDB list yesterday. I was like, oh, I've seen like almost all of her work mm. <laughs> this is great
1: yeah we, we were thinking about doing jesus so we might we might still do it at some point mm. um but Carnival is like probably top five tv shows of mine of all time so mm. I, was, I was like oh this is yeah. great and She's the l
2: word cool. i love the l word the
1: l word she also did an episode of that Carnival was cancelled because each episode cost 10 million dollars it was a very yeah. expensive show jesus. to make yeah. It was, I think, yeah i think at the time it was the most expensive show ever made on hbo so makes sense. that's why it made one season and it got cancelled <laughs> Uh, Emily
0: Perkins oh, wrote then the she screen. Came back to New Zealand and did this,
1: yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm glad that she came back because it's an interesting film. Uh, it's written by um, the novelist Eleanor Catton, who wrote the Man is it the Man Booker Prize-winning um, *Luminaries*. Yes. And the rehearsal was her first book. It, I, I couldn't find out the dates details exactly, but she wrote it as a thesis paper at university. Now, did she do the model letters? Does anyone know? I believe she did. Yeah, so that's so that's the same course that Andrew, our co-host, did. <gasps> oh my well,
0: gosh! I mean, yes, but no. I did the script writing. Yeah, it was the same. Did thing. award winning novel one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's the, it's the masters. You know how it goes. That's that's the yeah. deal. But then the screenplay was written by Emily Perkins, who is also a novelist and has never written any other screenplay. So this is her first screenplay. I was like, that's interesting.
2: This is this is amazing. An amazing lineup of ladies yeah, behind yeah. this. Um, yeah. Also to both Eleanor Catton and um, Alison are Canadian so I feel like yeah. a special expert in here today as your guest as a Canadian <laughs> so that's right so they're both born in Canada yeah to New Zealand parents right. and then um, came to New Zealand which is also the deal with Anna Paquin does it just happen a lot
1: it's a Canadian's. I
2: guess like <laughs> a lot of New Zealanders just having babies in Canada uh,
1: and my, my mom and my, my, my wife is from
2: is her parents are Canadian <laughs> this is weird
0: what's going on this is All weird. these Canadians okay. coming to New Zealand, or yeah, New Zealanders take... going to Canada. I'm not too sure what to get angry about. <laughs> Shh, it's a
2: quiet takeover. Foreigners We're being really polite about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: right. So, uh, where do we want to begin? Like, there's a lot of stuff. I'd like to talk about Kerry Fox. Can we talk about Kerry Fox? Yes. Let's. So, Kerry Definitely. Fox is a New Zealander. We discussed her on the podcast previously with uh, an angel on my table table from season one. She went off and made things like uh, Shallow Grave and Intimacy and Welcome to Sarajevo. And then she came back to New Zealand and made um, a horror film called The Ferryman, which wasn't very good, which I was disappointed by because it was a follow-up to Chris Graham's um, Sione's Wedding, which in foreign territories is known as Samoan Wedding, which is a very gener- oh, gener- generic title. Whoa! <laughs> um, uh, then his his follow-up to that was The Ferryman, which was this sort of subpar horror film. It had a bunch of people I knew in it, and I was really excited about it. And I remember watching it at my friend's house that was in it, um, and we were like uh oh <laughs> 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 and it was also heralded as the return to New Zealand of Kerry Fox and yeah. I was like oh this is cool yeah. and it wasn't a very good film but oh. I'm glad that she came back and did the rehearsal because it's I, I have some issues with this film but it's a much better movie like it's it's got a, yeah she's
2: a real powerhouse in this like her character is is I would say like bullish you know she's she's intense yeah 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 and I wasn't familiar with Carrie Fox so I I saw this when it premiered at the Wellington premiere at um NZIF in 2016.
1: <laughs> well, New Zealand International Film Festival.
2: Yes, yes, for our international listeners <laughs> and those not familiar with the festival. Um, yeah, and, and everyone was making a big deal because Carrie Fox was a guest. I was like, I don't, I don't know who this is. But when I saw the film, I was very impressed. I was like, oh yes, this is this is a New Zealand gem. I can see why everyone's very excited.
1: Yeah, I, incredible. I, I think there are, there are things that I don't particularly enjoy about the film, but overall it was interesting. Um, but Carrie Fox is really good like i'm like oh she's really cool like there's something about her that is quite intense and i am really enjoying that performance it's interesting like i felt like the film was quite even-handed like there were points where i'm like oh, are we supposed to think of her as the bad guy but then mm. i was like, oh no she's not the bad guy or oh, maybe mm. she is mm. is she i don't know <laughs> but it, but it's it's kind of like it was more thought-provoking than that it's much less clear-cut black and white
0: mm.
1: andrew you're very quiet
0: yeah sorry no it's just thinking and because um, you guys were having very good uh, discussion of things. Uh, she, yeah, I mean, Kerry Fox is amazing in this, and it's. it's I, I think you could actually go back and watch the film again and just watch her. Mm. You know, just focus on the scenes with her in it, because just the changes that the film takes into into her character and and her performance of. She, I think by the end of the film, she's. I don't want to say bad guy, but she's she's very she's very much less sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. If we want to if we want to get into it, I've got this I've got this note, but um, it's from the very very end of the film. So I mean, why not? Let's just yeah, jump matter. straight to the end. Yeah, um, jump to it. What did you guys think of her character's reaction to their actual devised piece at the end? Well, this is
1: this is this is where I have a problem with the film. I feel like the end is a little bit flat for me. I feel like there isn't enough for me going on there, but uh, if I'm thinking about her character specifically, let me think about it. Uh, well, I mean, f-
0: leading up from, so she, you know, it's the it's the final, um, it's the final performance thing. She's introducing everyone, and then she goes backstage and talks to uh, James Rolleston's character, mm. and she seems very keen on them having this, you know, very of the moment. Mm. Potentially controversial, potentially newsworthy mm. uh, piece, and then when he tells her that that's not what they've done, she shut—I don't know—not shuts down, but sort of closes off quite a lot. Well, and she then well, when she becomes actually yeah. going on. She's just not into it at all. Really, I,
1: I didn't. I didn't get that. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. I just <laughs> yeah. watched it last night. I felt like she was into it. Okay, um, <laughs> I thought. I thought at that moment where she where he t- tells her we switched it up, I was like, she was like, oh, you know, because she is presented as uh, quite commercially minded, which you know is always a is always a tug and pull in any artistic institute, like whether you want to be focused on commerciality and popularity or whether you want to be focused inward. And you know the best teachers, because we had them, would try and do both. Um, but it's a it's a difficult line. I think by the end of the film, she's being painted as more hard nosed and kind of as inverted commas the bad guy as you said before. So when she's shows her disappointment, I think maybe we're supposed to be a little bit disappointed in her. Like oh, you know, well Stanley yeah. seems like an interesting guy. What, what's he what's he come up with? Well, let's let's find out. As well, forward. I think it's
0: because yeah, because when it's that's that's the. It's after he's made his decision, you know, to not do this piece, to not do the previous idea they had for the piece. It's kind of his Mm. hero moment, as it were. Um, But we'll get into that, why that's not actually a hero moment. But (laughs) But, um, uh, so it's following that. It's following his choosing the sort of the more right decision in that moment. And then Mm. her reaction is she's not that impressed.
1: No, she's not that impressed. So yeah, I guess you're right. That that seems like... A- you know,
0: it's, it's, it's like it's really subtle. Like when he, you know, when they're talking backstage hmm. and then he says, you know, I, all right, got it, it's, it's time for me to go on. She, it lingers on her and she's just kind of standing there like, I just noticed like she's just kind of nervously playing with her hands a little bit.
1: And I guess she, I guess there is an element of nervousness about it because she yeah. has a lot riding on the show. As it being success, so people are like, oh yeah, this is great. So we we have no problem investing in this new thing. And if the shows are not a success, it's like, oh well, these guys don't know what they're doing. Why are we putting money into this new building? (laughs) There's an element of that. It's a subtle performance. The ending, the ending gets me because I feel like it doesn't necessarily resolve a lot. I mean, so we get into that turn. So you said something quite intriguing, like why it's not a hero's turn the thing that gets me about that is like that you, you know, we spent and the, the students and his team are like, we spent a year developing the show and you just want to throw it away because of your conscience. I'm like, well, that's nice and all, but mm. you fucked us. They say it. Like they <laughs> literally say you fucked us. And if it was me, cause I've been in a situation where I've developed a story for a year and we're about to produce it as a, as a film, I would be furious. I yeah. would be so angry. I'd be like, you know, we, this, I have a lot riding on this and mm. you fucked it. Like, what are we going to do? You know? Mm um i guess because they're already theater students they seem all right they play tennis and everyone's happy <laughs> <laughs> but i but i would be fuming like, i'd be so angry
2: yeah i really hold grudges so i would <laughs> i'd be i'd still be mad to this day
0: <laughs> but to me the thing is is they shouldn't have spent the last year doing this story
1: oh well yeah i mean there is an issue uh, uh Cripping from real life, like I, I, I'm wrestling with that right now because I've written a screenplay that I'm sort of writing about my uncle in, in Fiji and there's a lot of artistic license, like a lot of it's just fiction I've just made up in elements, just purely fantastic. None of it is disrespectful. So that, so that doesn't, I don't have the, the issue with this, this story, which is mm. uh, this is a real life sexual allegation thing. So this is a, there's a moral quandary there. Someone that is uh, more of a risk taker than me would probably do it. And I'd probably watch the show and go, well, that was a good show. And then feel dirty about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't do it personally. Mm. And I agree with Andrew on a moral ground. I, I would be the guy in the, in the group that would be like, well, we should probably not do this story. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do some other story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but does that also brings us into the fact that he is sleeping with an underage girl. So
2: yeah the levels of what? the levels of creepiness are definitely like in multifaceted there's a lot of creepiness there's in
0: this movie man oh man there's a
2: lot to unpack there's a lot to unpack i actually watched a really great interview with um allison mclean um at the lincoln film center when she presented the film um and someone did ask this very question hmm. <laughs> so um so yeah she i mean she obviously she's she's very aware of the moral quandaries but i mean that's obviously on purpose and you know, mm. where, where is, where is the, that line? And, you know, is it okay to exploit it? What is exploitation in the arts? Does it count? You know, yeah. so.
1: What is it? Yeah, the, the, the original novel apparently by Alan O'Karton is um, all set at high school. So I haven't mm. read it. So I'm no. wondering how does that that, that, that obviously changes things up because everyone's underage then, right? Except for the teacher.
2: Yeah. So um, they've changed
1: it for the, for the film to make Stanley also a creeper yeah.
2: <laughs> to make every to heighten everything a little bit more um and also probably easier to cast you know young people of the correct age for this film because it is a, it's a really good cast um at least I think what they were a great cast yeah, I um, thought so. yeah shout out to Marlon Williams what up yeah yeah uh, <laughs> I, I, my, his
1: acting, I think, was was okay. Uh, yeah. the, other, the other actors was I thought was stronger. His, his singing was really good. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah yeah. That's probably why he was there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have I have a quote here from a, from a website I found on Rotten Tomatoes called The Young Folks. Uh, I found the the best quote from the review is "It is in a word repugnant." <laughs> They were, um, they were, and I, and I pretty much agree, like, the fact that, uh, Stanley's sleeping with an underage girl is not really addressed in any real way, and is possibly given a strangely, awkwardly, maybe weirdly happy ending when they hold hands and walk through the curtains together. So, it's, it's, it's open-ended, and we're supposed to go, ah, and it makes you think, but it is kind of
2: (laughs) weird. Yeah, and I can't recall, are her parents okay with them dating? (laughs) Until they find out well, about what he's doing at school.
0: Well, that's all very confusing because because the, right. there's no real. I mean, sorry, just with regards to the, the um, her being underage. I mean, do we ever actually find out how old her and her sister are?
1: Well, this is uh, well, I'll get into it. So the specifics are when the news story happens about Errol. Shout out to Errol Shand, who's a mate of ours, who's the creepy tennis instructor. Um, he <laughs> the story <laughs> the story goes. The, the news reporter says, and we think that the offending started uh, when she was underage, right? So it's, it's a problem yeah, because so she's he's, obviously... he's sleeping with his tennis students, one, and then they're like, and yep. uh, started when
0: she's underage. So she could be 15 or 16. We don't know. Right. And then one of the well, ad- she's No, she's. But she would be 16 or 17. This is the thing, was we're never actually given their age. No, no, no. She, she could be either 16 or 17 or 15 because one of the
1: students later on s- says that. The older the, the older sister is fifteen, so that's confusing, and I think maybe that's a mistake, right. which means that her younger sister that Stanley is living with is either fourteen or fifteen. So right. it's all Ooh. it's all bad. Yeah. Like even even if she is yeah. sixteen, an age of consent, which is the age right in New Zealand.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, that's weird. When I was at university, first year university, I would never look at a sixteen year old girl and I'd think that was okay to date. It wouldn't it? Wouldn't even cross my mind she's in a, and he when he meets her like she's on the bus like going to practice i think she's in a uniform but later on she's definitely in a school uniform i would be like well i'm at uni i can't go out with a girl that's in a school uniform
2: yeah
1: that's weird so it's all strange hello <laughs> i did <laughs> not in a creepy way there was only a year it difference. was totally creepy i was there it was yeah. the weirdest creepiest thing i told andrew so many times to not do it he just didn't listen
0: shut up <laughs> jesus christ
1: no, she's good. She's a friend of ours. She's good. Uh, um,
0: uh, yeah, so that, I mean, but, yeah. Is it is it actually as creepy as it is? Because, I mean, yeah, he's only, he's 18, but is he only just 18? Is he Don't know. A creepy 18?
2: Uh, anything that happens. <laughs> is, the, he is, is he normal 18? Is he a creepy 18? 18?
0: But
1: anything yeah. that happens,
0: uh, those two girls are both in high well, school. Is he normal 18 going out with a 17-year-old, or is he creepy 18 going out with a 15-year-old? <laughs>
1: We don't know, the, but those
0: two girls are yeah. both in high school, and yes. one of them is older than the other. Yeah, right. so one of them is in yeah, seventh so form. No, one of them is sixth yeah. form.
1: Right, it's creepy. It's <laughs> yeah, creepy. Yeah. It's wrong. It's bad. Because me and Dale, me, me and, and Dal watching it, we just stop it several times and talk to each other. I'm like, wait a minute, is he going out with a school girl? And we're like, I think she's from. Sc- I think she's in school. What's going on? Like, are we just like weird old fogies that don't believe in true love? <laughs> Or is this weird and creepy? Like, yeah. And I think it's bad if you have to stop a film. And I mean, it's not. I mean, is it a mark of good filming because making you think, or is it just going? Is everyone making this film a creepy? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on?
0: Are, is this repugnant? This yeah. is repugnant. Well, yeah. So you got him being creepy. You got creepy Errol Shan. You got creepy Gary uh, Fox. There's a lot of creeps. Can we just stop and talk about Errol for a moment? Now, Errol
1: it was it was in my high school, uh, my university, um, um, honors film. Uh, he is great he's a great dude i like him a lot he has been in so many film and tv projects where he's just a creepo and i think it's just because of the way he looks like i don't think he looks particularly creepy but it's because i guess he's not classically handsome so they're like oh he'll be the creepo like he was in like that um that oscar Kiteley detective series is the bad biker guy and then he was in like he's just you know just like oh god damn it i'd like errol to play the lead where he's a nice handsome Nice guy.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of the Wellington actor slash comedian who is is like always cast as a creepo. Cohen. Yes. Cohen Hoy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know he's in the film. Yeah. 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 So you've got yeah you've got Cohen turning up for a couple of scenes and a few other scenes where he's in the background.
2: Oh, of course he is. Yeah, he's uh, the
0: movement specialist. Shout out to oh, him. right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry, Cohen.
2: He um, does that
1: scene where they're like, they have to reapply for the jobs. We've had to reapply for our jobs, and he like flourishes his arms and twirls away. <laughs> flies away. <laughs> yeah. Flounce, 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 flounce. Which is funny if you know Cohen. Like, yeah. um, I first ran into Cohen because I, um, I worked on this, this documentary um, and was shot by a guy called David Paul. who was a really good DP. And then I, I was sort of in contact with David Paul, and he was shooting this thing called Until Proven Innocent about the guy that was falsely accused of sexual secret of rape, oh, I forgot his name. D Do- Michael Doherty. Which was played by Cohen. And he won- <laughs> well, of course it was. <laughs> and he won. Like he won like he won the award for best acting at the whatever the New Zealand Film Awards are. And I was mm. like, And that was my first exposure to Cohen. And I was like oh he's a great actor. And then I found out later, oh he's just the- he's a comedian. Like, yeah. he's a funny stand up comedian. He's like so- a
2: really funny guy. And
1: he's really funny. So whenever I like a couple of our friends, James Lakese and Jerome are like, Oh yeah, Cohen's like they find it funny whenever he's in like dramas. <laughs> Because he's just like a stand-up, like a goofy stand-up comic. And I seen him do a couple of stand-up shows, and he's funny. You know, he turns up in Hunt for the he was a goofy guy. So it's real funny that he's in, like when I was watching this with
0: my wife, she's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, because it's Cohen. <laughs> like, Cohen is
1: being a serious actor.
0: <laughs> that's funny. he's good. Not only is he being a serious actor, he's being a serious actor teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Teaching actors, it's just great. Yeah,
2: and then, yeah, and then you go watch the Maori side steps. It's like, that's Cohen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: Cohen.
1: Yeah. There he is. Yeah, so that's good. Um, and So, you, you, Andrew, you just described Carrie um, Fox as creepy. So give me an example of that. Creepy Carrie Fox.
0: okay. So, because... <sighs> okay, so this... It's a big sigh.
2: Everybody breathe deeply. Let's dive into this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Give me some flashbacks to my brief time at drama school. So you, um, you were harassed by a teacher? No, no, no. Just the whole...
1: <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew is an actor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm taking a moment here um you know just the the dismissiveness the drama school is really the be all and end all and it's the most important thing and it's like it's fucking not <laughs> but i guess that's why i'm not actually an actor um <laughs> or anything but the thing that really got me is right near the uh very very end she's having a talk with uh james rolleston's character as he's you know on his way back to the uh rehearsal space with with the pies pies or whatever Mm. yeah and it's during that conversation that she mentions the you know that she knows what they're doing she knows that they are doing a devised piece Mm. around this uh sexual assault basically Mm. yeah so she knows that they're doing something on this on real people that is happening right now and she's okay with it Yeah. yeah 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 the- that to me is wrong and irresponsible, <laughs> especially for a teacher. But
2: but it's art. <laughs> but it is art. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like- <laughs> see that's
0: the thing, is that it's yeah, it's art, but in the world of the film, those are real people and if you're gonna do something that is pretty much exactly that situation, you should kind of get your consent ducks in a row
2: yeah especially if something's going through the courts because yeah it's like representing something that's in the news and going through a legal process is there there, there's definitely legal boundaries there as well
1: yeah I I mean as 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 artistic folk in this room like you if you are going to use it use it as inspiration use it as a jumping off point don't yeah like metaphor everything we saw seemed quite verbatim like Andrew just said like it was like oh they are really just it's everything they've been using the same
0: character names right like yeah that's weird uh, yeah. yeah. So that's, <laughs> and that the fact that she knew, and I think she was happy that they were doing it because it's going to create controversy. It's, controversy, it's yeah, going yeah. to get people to come in and watch, and well, it's just like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. I mean, it's it's a different matter. I feel like if they are going to do something interesting with it, like if you are going to use the real characters' names and stuff, then make it a commentary on the whole thing. But like you said, we never we never saw any of that. All we saw was them just play acting scenes. They were just like
0: my name well, no, is Saladin. The, that's the thing. <laughs> no, it's they, but they never talked to the people involved. They never no. got permission to do that. So yeah, nice. that's to me. Any I don't I don't care how good the piece at the end of it is mm. if it's hurtful to the actual real people involved in it then well frankly you can get fucked yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> sorry Thank i have i like have it. i had <laughs> such a strong reaction to this because i don't think it's right it's not morally uh defendable i don't care what sort of but but, the film, but
1: of no one, but no the one was
0: saying that it was were they no no one in the film like,
1: uh, uh, like I, I mean, she basically was, though. Yeah, yeah, but we're not supposed to feel, as an audience, no one's supposed to go, yes, it's art, she's correct. Like, it's not presented as a, yeah, no, absolutely. Positive, absolutely as not. a positive aspect yep. of the film. No. no.
0: <laughs> Which I why totally like, 100% like you, came down on the side of the dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you... Which I um, guess is, well, so where I'm at in my life right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, But that being said, that scene with the dad, like, the confrontation and the yelling and all that, and I'm like, okay, cool, big drama, but I'm like... What did you think was happening before this point? These guys came to your house earlier at the barbecue. You sort of watched them a little bit cautiously, but you weren't like, Are you dating my 14 year old daughter? Aren't you at university? This is weird. <laughs> like, at no point did that happen. Uh, only when he comes by, like, I don't know, months later, is like, Oh, we're doing this play, but we're not going to do this play. Then he's like, Wait a minute!
0: Are you dating my daughter? What is going on? How old are you? Like a great well, deal, yeah, But I think he was also he was also more pissed off with the fact that they were doing this devised piece, you wankers. <laughs> about, um, no, I, but I agree. Something that their daughter had actually gone, through. but like uh, that's where the
1: real. But I agree. From, I, I I agree with that. But 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 I just was wondering about the barbecue. Like, what do you think was happening with the? They're just like, oh, these are just her friends? Like, it's weird.
2: Yeah, because because more I, they sort yeah, of like crashed the barbecue like, too, and I was like, "This is this is not appropriate behavior." Well, because like
0: James Rolleston's character was invited, right? But he brought his mate who got drunk and played with the dog along. She did
1: say though, bring a friend. She said, "Bring a right. friend," oh, when, right. when she invited him. Okay. So that that was okay. And but her you know her mum her mum was like, "Oh, cool," you know, Stanley's cool, but also, but also like not quit like I just feel like it's a little bit weirdly neglectful. I'm like. <laughs> Are you daddy my daughter? <laughs> are
0: you? But, uh, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a it was a big barbecue, there was lots of things that are do. I don't know. It was also Hey fourteen year old daughter, how do you know this guy? Yeah Where'd you meet him? Where'd you meet him? Yeah. Where's he from? Yeah.
2: Who's his drunk friend? <laughs> Where are you when you're not at school or at home? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, that was that seemed odd to me. But yeah, his anger was, was fine at the end. <laughs> He's allowed to be angry. Stanley's played by James Rolleston, who has mm-hmm. been on the podcast uh, how many times? Just once, not on the podcast that we discussed this. I
2: once. was just gonna be like, what? <laughs> no.
1: How, how have I missed him. these
2: episodes? <laughs> We've well, had
1: Cliff Curtis. We've yeah, had yeah, James. Yeah. Cross
2: yeah. Them. Well, because Cliff Curtis is like tent and then you just like walk down the side of the mountain from there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's right. That's right. Me and Andrew were at the top of the mountain. Um, uh, but James James is great. Like he, I wanted to talk about him because. We talked, we talked about him in The Deadlands and in um, The Dark Horse, which are great films. This, it, the year this was made, 2016, was the same year he was in another museum film called Pork Pie. Now, I worked on Pork Pie, full, oh. full disclosure. But it's interesting that I feel like James Ralston is one of those actors that is good when he's in something good directed by people that are cool. And Pork Pie, I mean, it's fine as a chase car film. But as but that's kind of it. Mm. I feel bad saying that because I worked on it and I and I did enjoy the movie. But I was watching it going, James is better than this. Like mm. you know what he's doing in that film isn't great. And I watched the rehearsal, which was made the same year. I'm like, that's it. There he is. Like that's you know this mm. is this is really good. You know like I feel like he's a bit like Tim Morrison perhaps. Where if he's in something that's mm. not so good, he's not that great.
2: That's a big comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get James on the podcast, be like, "So, are you the next Tim Warren And then, like, <laughs> lean into the microphone real close, whisper it. Like, uh,
1: I don't know, but I mean, he's his, it's layered, right? Like, what he's doing here is yeah. cool. Like, it's like, yeah. it really does come across as like, oh, I'm naive. What, the, what does she call it Country, country, country boy, virginal.
0: <laughs> That's what she just <laughs> said. Yes, at the, in the start, but yeah, I don't know if
1: Fakatania was yeah. Fakatania country. Is
0: that, isn't there a city there? Anyway. Well,
2: if you're from the country, actually, like, oh, the... Chris
0: yeah, he's from Facatá. it's a town, right? Oh, that's it's not a... it's not yeah. it's not like farmland.
2: But maybe he's in farmland outside of it.
1: Okay, maybe I don't know. Yeah, his performance is really layered. Like, I mean, it it obviously descends into uh, weird creepo, but um, before before <laughs> that point... <laughs> before weird creepo. Um, <laughs> But I mean, even, even within the realms of Weird Creeper, what, what was your take? Did you feel like, like he, he says, I love you to her. It's obviously a dumb thing to say <laughs> <laughs> to a
0: 14 year old girl. Yes. Um, but, but, it, but. It, Unless you're also a 14 year old person.
2: I don't know. I was a 14 year old girl <laughs> yeah. once. And like, that is something I desired in my life. Some a handsome older man to tell him like, you know, total Disney fantasy. Um anyway I digress uh,
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, my wife was the same like when she was that age like she wouldn't yeah. want to date boys her own age like if a, oh, handsome, no. a handsome guy like James Rolson came and wanted to date she'd be like yeah
2: yeah uh, totally doesn't mean
1: it's right
2: no I have, <laughs> at 14 I had a boyfriend who was one year older than me that was pretty exciting but my parents knew about it and they were okay with it they yeah. knew where I was that's
1: right yeah yeah
2: and it wasn't like surprise <laughs>
1: yeah yeah who's this guy <laughs> why is it a barbecue <laughs> his friend's really drunk <laughs> yeah.
2: which would actually be the story if I invited them to a barbecue <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Woo, William's like, represent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. He is. I think that, that, yeah, a throwaway line about him being a country, virginal country boy. It's, it's true because he is very naive, you know, yeah. putting on that show. Like he's not really thinking about it. He's like, oh, I'm going to be like a real artist and I'm going to put everything on the line. But it's like, no, you're not being a real artist. You're exploiting your, your girlfriend's family And so therefore you're sort of exploiting your girlfriend because you're getting this information (laughs) from her and not telling her like it's, it's creepy. Like the, the age thing is creepy because of, you know, at that age, you you do need to be closer in age. Whereas when you're an adult, it's like, it doesn't really matter. You're an adult. You can make your own choices. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it, it comes from a place of being naive of not thinking about things. And, and I, I went to art school And, you know, I remember being in first year and second year and be like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to like prove myself. I'm an artist, like, Hmm. ooh, wavy scarf. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) We were all the same. Yeah, but, you know, I wasn't
2: doing morally (laughs) repugnant work. I was just trying to do art art videos. Maybe um, I should
1: have made more pregnant work. Maybe I'll be further in my field of choice. <laughs> Maybe
2: <laughs> And Laura Cat may have written this book about you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I think yeah, he start I think with um his character he starts off really, yeah, like you say, like very naive. Yeah. And then exploiting um his girlfriend. But I think he's almost like accidentally manipulative. Yeah, no I think he is. And I think he You know, he he starts manipulating things and he doesn't quite realize that what he's doing is Manipulative and bad. Mm.
1: I think. I think part of it is that is that the, the world of the arts is really new to him. Like it's mm. a it's a crazy thing that maybe he possibly didn't do it at high school. We're not. I don't really know. But uh, when he's confronted by Carrie Fox in the classroom and she sort of breaks him down, like he, he I think he just takes her voice like, oh, so this is what it's like.
2: Mm. We
1: can just fuck around and mm. do what we want and mm. get the result we want. Okay, cool. Mm. I found this thing. I'll just do this thing now. You know. Yeah. Can we talk briefly about? The uh, that with the exercise they do in the town, where he dresses up in a suit and the horrible shirt and tie combo. And <laughs> thoughts on this thing?
2: I don't remember this scene. So that
1: so when he walks, he's standing at the crosswalk. Maybe he, he he borrows a tie from either Marlon Williams or or William, um, and then the next scene is him in a suit and tie, like this grey suit, so sort of green shirt and yellow tie, <laughs> walking through the town. You don't remember that bit? And he and he he stands at this crosswalk, yeah. and the guy, this guy comes up to him and he's like. Starts following him. Was like, hey, how are you doing? i like, I'll, I'll walk with you.
0: Or he's like, where are you going? Uh, nowhere. Can I come with you? What the fuck? Who is this guy? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, clearly, I
2: don't remember don't this. Was, okay. I don't remember that part because I must have been like, "So it turns what's going uh, on? So it turns out to be an
1: exercise, right? Right. Where he's playing, um, what's his face, imagine in America, um, the, the character played by... I forgot the actor's I've name. Um, anyway, um, so it's his gay character, and so it's like he's being picked up by another dude. Now, Andrew, see as you remember this, okay, he does it. <laughs> the guy that comes up to him is like, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy?
0: Is he part of the exercise or is he just a random street person? I feel like he's a random street person.
1: So he's trying to pick him up.
0: <laughs> now, I, I guess which <laughs> which is also super creepy because it's an exercise. So the exercise is putting. James Rolleston's character in a very potentially bad situation. Yes, uh,
1: except for the fact that um, uh, Cole Holloway uh, at one point creepily <laughs> Again, walks pops past. up and smiles. Like yeah. <laughs> like he's like, hey, <laughs> he keep,
0: just keeps walking past the
1: camera and smiles. Like you're like, okay. So as yeah, so James
0: Rolleston bumps into, the, bumps into the, the girl, this is before they start actually going out. Yeah, yeah. Like that's when he gives her, her um, his number. Yeah. But, like, he's walking along with this random dude. Right. Bumps into her. Isolde? Is that right? Isolde. Her Isolde. Yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Um, and Isolde. And then they start chatting. Random dude goes off. And then she asks him if, like, you know, teachers are watching. He's like, oh, I don't know, probably. And yeah, <laughs> going goes, all the way. One <laughs> One of his teachers. The
1: <laughs> <wolf and> smiles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so so you know He's there... yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the movement specialist high five um, uh, i think
2: <laughs> i think this should be the first crossover episode of i have so many questions <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i have so many questions about this scene so so yeah so if he's a random stranger is one to presume that Cohen holloway is there to prevent a sexual advance from a random stranger is he just going to like jump into the frame like no this is a student <laughs> Don't have sex with
0: him. <laughs> this is a drama school exercise. Hand wave. Look at everything you all here. <laughs> Which no, I think he's just there to I don't know. Watch James wolf and then the very next scene is is him apologising to Carrie Fox about how he fucked up the exercise. The drama school teacher about you know about, it's like and he says you know I saw a friend and she she was in trouble, so I stopped and she sort of. Does, you know, she, choose them
1: out. She did the thing that you said the drama school teachers do. We're like, this is the be
0: and end all of everything. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. if you see a friend, if you're doing a drama exercise and you see a friend and they're in trouble, fuck the drama exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just ignore
1: them so that they're in even more trouble. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> It'll give you good motivation for a later project. So, you know? so my other question about that is, okay, so if there is a random stranger, as far as what the information we're told from the film, you know, because that's how film... Uh, uh, analysis works we can we we have we've only got what we've given the film. Uh is one to assume that wearing a gray suit and a green shirt is enough to give up a vibe of that you're a gay dude looking for picking up dudes? Is that?
0: Well no, I think the thing is <laughs> is that because in the exercise he's playing this the character gay was it gay Mormon yeah. uh yeah, from, Angels in America. from Yeah. I, I don't I've not seen Angels in America so I'm not sure on the thing i don't get the, i don't get the reference i'm captain america in this situation okay. which i will take every opportunity to say so i think the thing is, you're, is you're that not america, because he's embodying just... that character so much no, no and the, that dude is like that's what it
1: is supposed to be sup? we, we were told that in, but, in exposition but there's nothing there's nothing that shows that on screen <laughs> you
0: know i was just like no oh, it's just nothing. walking looks it's like just he's going to a job interview. Yeah, that's he looks like I he's just he
1: standing at a crosswalk, and some dude just comes to pick him up. It Was a so weird. So I just, I felt like that scene didn't really work, but, but but it did give me the scene with Cohen walking past, smiling goofily. So I was happy. It was fine. <laughs> 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 you know, I was like, that's all I needed. Um, okay. <laughs> Stanley's dad. <laughs> We're to talk about Stanley's dad. So this is a film full of quite good performances. I thought that Mark Rucker playing his dad was too broad. Did anyone it's only a small scene hmm. but did you I guys
0: s- no no i was i was absolutely like oh this guy's just totally kind of comfortable and natural yeah
2: oh huh.
1: hold well let me look this up <laughs> mark rucker you may remember him andrew from uh river queen episode he plays honey the guy that um cliff has to fight at the end oh sorry i just dropped my pen <laughs> uh do you remember that no okay you
2: know. Hold on, look. Let me oh, sure. hold on. Let me look this up. Okay. I'm better at faces than at names. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Um,
1: uh, okay, so so you you totally bought the creepy weirdo vibe of him. I was like, what's what's this? This just seems too broadly comedic and strange. But he's another good creepo in the film, right? Yeah, for creepos in the movie. Oh yeah,
0: man. this film should have been called The Creepos. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's just. I I think his that, that character is just that type of person you know he is a big character
1: yeah and then and then when he's when stanley is being his dad yeah. you know that, that, that was an interesting scenario scene but then afterwards when he's in um when he's in the meeting with carrie fox afterwards she she says to him how did you do it and he wrote down oh i wrote down some dirty words in a piece of paper and put it in my pocket now is that some sort yeah. of drama exercise like well, i don't understand that what were they what were they referring to can you give me some insight drama student andrew
0: <laughs> uh, uh there's nothing that i've ever done or, or heard of i mean I've, I've heard about that sort of thing it's just a little bit of i you don't know it's like a token okay to help you it's a sort of um subconscious kind of assistance
1: okay because because i was like yeah. oh that wouldn't help me i'd be like that's some words on a piece of paper in my pocket. <laughs> how does that help me yeah. <laughs>
0: okay but also you know um then, yeah, the scene when James Rolston is being his dad and Stanley's being his dad. Mm. Like that totally ties in with the character that we just saw in the restaurant. Yeah. He is that kind of big character. He's, a, you know, easy with a joke, easy with a smile for the ladies and you know, chatting the ladies up and everything. And... Yeah. So I think, yeah, uh, it was a, a perfectly great scene. Perfectly great scene. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah.
1: Um, and was he a psychologist as well?
0: His dad's a psychologist?
1: Like, I, if he is, I wouldn't want to go to him.
0: <laughs> Was he? I thought, no. Wait, wasn't he in the church? I don't know. Did I, I think I maybe missed a line there.
1: The church?
0: Whoa. <laughs> what a creeper. <laughs> oh, man, another like, layer. Because you know, he says, you know, you're being an actor. We're going to be, um, we're on different sides now. Because acting is tied into Sin. pagan rituals of some such bullcrap. Oh, I thought he was talking about, like, psychology. Oh, okay. I don't know. I obviously missed something there. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, filmmakers. We totally seem to have missed something in that scene, but... Something in that scene. Yeah. Uh, Miranda Harcourt.
1: We talk about Miranda Harcourt. Always. Always. So Miranda's like pretty much acting royalty in new zealand right the (laughs) Harcourts, the Harcourt family they're great um so in real life i was talking to dan slevin and i looked up on imdb so she's now essentially the acting coach to nicole kidman which is fascinating wow yeah because she so she did the changeover right she directed the changeover yeah and then she was um and then she was sort of like the acting coach on um was that other new zealand the The Oprah Winfrey thing that came here with the kids in it.
2: Oh, A Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time, right? mm.
1: So she was on that. And then she went over to Australia to be the acting coach on Lion for the kid, (gasps) in which Nicole Kidman is in. And then Nicole Kidman was like, oh, you're good. And so now, essentially, she pretty much Skypes in or flies in to where Nicole Kidman is. And I think other various big-time actors to be, like, on-set acting coach for kids and Nicole Kidman.
2: <laughs> so, what does that say about Nicole Kidman? It's uh, <laughs> she's a child. Um, <laughs> At heart. Uh, but she's
1: like she's only in a few small scenes, but I really like her. But there was a scene where she's, you know, where she's sort of uh, speaking in Tamil mode quite a lot, but in a kind of a cringy way. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought it was quite funny. Like, it seemed very... I haven't been to acting school, but it seemed very active, acting school to me. Like, mm. very, like... This is yep. this is what we're all about.
0: Well, it's it was interesting. Like when they um actually first open up on the Ooh. acting school, and they've got sort of almost like a call and response. And today, mm. between the the teacher and the students, and you have James uh, R- Rolleston's character, and um pretty sure one of the guys from The Dark Horse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
1: that guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah Oscar yeah. or something like, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, I think in that shot are almost like the, uh, I think the only two Maori people in it and they're the only ones responding and you've got the the white students looking a little bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, that sounds like drama school. <laughs> speaking, speaking of acting
2: coaches, um, I also discovered in my research last night that one of my favourite New Zealand actresses, Rachel House, mm. was actually a consultant on the film and helped set up all of the... Um, drama school exercises. Mm, cool. So she was involved in the film, so it's another amazing
0: lady who she, I adore. Oh, that, I'm, she's, she's in it. it. She was, she's in it. She, she in was the involved. Oh,
2: yeah. oh, right.
0: <laughs> she was, I love her. She popped up, she pops up twice. I was like, oh, it's where she yeah. But, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so I'm glad that she was actually involved in doing stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. credited as acting coach in the credits. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: So she's the one who who helps... Figure out how, how to show these acting exercises while they're rolling over each other and On like yelling <laughs> yeah. at the teacher and stuff. Which I, yeah, that's yeah. the thing
0: is like, it's all, you know, you're looking at it, it's all weird. <laughs> but that's what happens. Stuff, that's what like, happens. what is the point of this? But it's what happens, and it, it, like, it does feed into stuff, and it is important. It's the, yeah, they've almost sort of shown the dark side of <laughs> drama school with the. Yeah. Manipulation and
1: and such I, exploitation. As film students, which you you were a film student too, but you were a theatre student, Andrew, but we used to walk past you guys
0: I was hey, I was both yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. but we used to walk past you guys you were all like red leather, yellow leather and doing stupid sounds and shit. Like we <laughs> were
0: like, What's going on over there?
1: What are those weirdos doing over there? Those are weirdos. Stop being so
0: weird, you weirdos. No. <laughs> uh, being weird. They were exercises and they do get your body into a certain place and your mind into a certain place. Yeah, yeah. and that's the whole—that's the whole point of you know, as they show, getting you into the moment. The
1: moment, get you breaking the down moment.
2: barriers,
1: breaking down, opening
2: barriers. your heart. <laughs> mhm.
0: Which is you know so important did, and stuff, but then don't exploit yeah. real life tragedy. Don't exploit real <laughs> life tragedy.
2: So, did
1: you guys think that Miranda Harcourt's uh, explosion at that final meeting was? weirdly out of place or fine because it's the theater school and everyone's full of high passions
0: (laughs) what no i totally got that yeah yeah no it's it's it almost felt like her and um carrie fox's character almost kind of like opposites
1: but before that Um, point
0: yeah where yeah but just i don't know just the general feeling i got from the scenes Because um, Miranda Harcourt's character was more sort of, I think, about connecting with the students and and working with them, whereas Carrie Fox's was more about, seemed to be about breaking them down. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough, I suppose. Yeah. And so she just had enough and it exploded out. It's very unprofessional. It's very unprofessional.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I I have actually worked in the film department at Victoria at University and it is quite. There's a lot of clashing of, of cultures there, eh? like a lot of people personalities like real volatile and stuff. Mm. So artistic folk being the artistic, mm.
0: being passionate about what they're doing. Well, and it's also that it's something that was obviously coming to a head. Mm. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that that, that I felt like the I, I guess it's not it's not a black and white film, it's, it's a bit grey but like that whole thing about the school, I was like the new school, I'm like, Oh, that's cool, but I think it's sort of painted as contentious.
0: I wasn't quite sure how to take it, Mm. exactly. A little bit, but also just very quickly on colors. Um, (laughs) Because I made a note of this, and so I need to mention it, you know, how at the Institute, it's all very muted, Mm. Mm. color-wise. Like, they're all in sort of grays or neutral tones. I had flashback to art
2: school where it was (laughs) polished concrete floors and white walls everywhere, (laughs) which is still my favorite aesthetic, by the way. It scarred me for life.
0: (laughs) Well, it's so... Oh, man, it's so terrifying when that first when the first years are all kind of welcomed into the school and then you look at the crowd and it's the rest of the student body all dressed in black shirts and Singlets and such. And it's just,
2: Real it's actor
0: garb. of sameness. Well, and it is—it
2: is called the Institute. <laughs> the Institute. <laughs> it's like Handmaidens Tale, but for
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, the first year students, like, so I was like, when when that scene happened, it's quite near the early of the film. I was like, there's an audience. Is the audience? <laughs> oh, and Cohen's in the audience. Oh, Cohen's a teacher. And I'm like, oh, is the audience the rest of the school? Are we the audience? Yep. Like, what, does that does that happen? Like, that's very intimidating. Are we
0: at the school? <laughs>
1: what's happening? I was like, oh, you're a first year, so you have to stand here and
0: look at everyone else. Yeah, and they're all going to look at you, and we're going to talk to you. Yeah, it sounds very much
2: it sounds like yeah. drama school.
0: That sounds horrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that at all. It was. I was. I was sitting there going. I was watching the film, and I turned it down. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Why are they making these students do this horrible
2: thing? <laughs> to break them down. Okay, right,
1: breaking them down. Got it. Breaking them down. Sweet. All these
2: wee babies straight out of high school.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, but also, I mean that that that, um, that Handley has a nice little kind of not confrontation, but like Miranda Harcourt is in the middle of welcoming them. That's right. When Kerry Fox kind of swans in. Yeah.
2: Oh, such a great descriptor.
0: <laughs> you know, like it's when it first happened. You know. Miranda Harcourt, um, her character is talking and sort of talking about the school and the year to come and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then you hear that katunk <laughs> yeah, yeah. of a The, safety, know, big, the safety door shutting. Yeah. <laughs> the safety door closing. And I thought she was going to like chew some student out who was turning up late. I thought that was where it was going. Oh, but nope, right. it's the head of the school and she's just swanning in and Miranda Harcourt, sit your ass down. It's my turn to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there was little little moments like that that just kind of.
1: Yeah, I guess I, I the feeling I got, I guess, was that Miranda, because she knows that she's not the head of school, she sort of deferred to her. But I guess you're right. It is it is more dominant than it should be. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Which is. But it's a very yeah. quick way to set up that character that yeah, character's yeah. presence for oh, the rest yeah. of the film. You know, that's a pretty good trick. If you have this lovely person welcoming, it's like, oh, this is our this is our good person, and then you have, bah. <laughs> we are going to break your soul. It's like, oh, okay, Ursula's arrived.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> Ursula's arrived. Um, right. So you brought up colors. So I'm going to segue then into cinematography, if that's right with everyone else, unless there's something else people want to talk about.
2: No, I'm just having flashbacks to art school now. <laughs> I might need to have like a moment.
1: <laughs> cool. So, uh, Graham Tuckett in his review, uh, talks about how, um, Andrew Thomas, who's the DOP, is an Australian guy. Um, keeps the look deliberately uncinematic, so the line between what is real and what's happening in the drama school is kept ambiguous. I, I, I found that really interesting because I was watching the film, going, "Why is this film so flat? <laughs> like, mm. all the compositions are quite flat." And I guess because of the the aspect of a theatre stage, uh, I think was was part of the reason for that. Uh, but then, but then there are scenes that are beautiful. Like, there's a scene where they're on one of the volcanoes of Auckland, mm. and it's like this beautiful. You know it's a large depth of field the colors are nice the haze there's also that shot of when the students are walking into the studio space and it's like this sliver of thin light and a shadow through the door and they all mm. sort of walk in so it does have these moments that are like quite beautiful but then a lot of stuff is flat and that was kind of I, I was kind of like i don't know why this is but i think graham might be correct in mm. the fact that it's kind of like keeping it at a remove and sort of theater composition because andrew commas uh, did this film called The Rocket, this Thai Laos film in the festival mm. a couple of years back, mm. which is just, oh man, I Yeah, it's today. just beautiful, like full of like lush jungle and, you know, wonderful browns and greens and, you know, so he's capable of making a really beautiful film and there are a couple mm. of shots in this film as well. So I think it it is obviously a deliberate thing and I think it comes to Andrew mentioned before about, the sort of monochrome aspect of the Institute.
2: Yeah. And I guess making the audience, if you're impacted by these things, like not having the depth of field, feeling very claustrophobic, which, you know, being a first year student, probably at any institution you would. Mm -hmm. And the intensity of just like, there's no, there's nowhere for you to look beyond like you're forced to really face Mm -hmm. what the actors are doing as well. So there's, yeah, there's that aspect of being a bit, you know, un- as an audience member being a bit uncomfortable, which is good because you should be uncomfortable with everything that's going on. But then, you know, we have these moments of breathing space where they get to go in the studio and they get to go actually outside. And you're like, Oh, beautiful. Like we get some time to rest our eyes for a minute, <laughs> a breather away from the intensity of this, the institution.
1: <laughs> and, and there's quite a few shots of uh, the trees around campus, mm. which is something that the character William who commits suicide, uh, had a diary about the Wait, trees.
0: What? I thought he, he died. I thought he died in a car crash. He died in a car crash. I thought he was
2: high and crashed his car. Uh, I think they they, they yeah.
0: insinuated that he...
2: No, because... No, right, made, he drove into a tree.
1: No, he drove into a river. He drove into river. the water. I mean, right. he could have been high, but there was lots of talk back and forth with Kerry Fox and, and James Ralston's character, like, did you see this coming? Like, there's right, an, ele- right. an, an, an element right. of him having a, a deep sadness that no one really discussed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's open, but I, I have a strong suspicion he committed suicide. That was, that was definitely the... the the idea me and Dawa got while watching mm. the movie. Um, but anyway, uh, I wanted to just talk about the trees. Like, he had a mm. diary about trees, and I felt like there's a few things in this film that kind of annoy me a little bit in the fact that it goes nowhere. I'm like, oh, well, that's mm. going to be something. The mm. trees. Especially because James, after he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to cancel the play altogether. And then he's like walks off and he looks at the tree. And I'm like, oh, that's something of the tree. I mean, I guess it just reminded reminder of William and the um, creating a movement mm. element, because William obviously loved trees. And when we first meet William, he's looking at this tree. Yeah. I'm thinking about putting a sleeping something inside the yeah. tree. I'm <laughs> like, what? Stupid theatre students.
0: <laughs> Wait, no, didn't when they were going off for a walk at the, near the uh, beginning of the film, William puts a note or something on a tree? I thought that was the tree. Uh, yes, I think he does do that. That was the tree? Yeah. We know what we're
1: talking about. Oh, man but it doesn't it doesn't come back i mean the tree thing mm. isn't used in any real way
2: yeah except for a it, i mean it, it is it becomes another character the, the the you know the i guess the reason it spurs on the the change yeah yeah it's Like yeah. look at a tree i mean it's a pretty broad <laughs> yeah. thing to be the like, you know and also
1: uh, um Jay, what's jack um stanley's change of heart and like you know oh we've been spending all year on this and he's like oh you know oh, oh well, i'm throwing it away and then later on when he's finally they're they're doing the performance it's sort of revealed that he literally they literally changed it in a day like it was the day before you know as opposed to like oh maybe a week before it's like oh the day de- man you really you really fucked everyone off over <laughs> like you know like a day before Jeez, man <laughs> <Like>, wait <to> a <laughs> screw everyone over so what did you guys think about the movement any ideas? What did you think about it? Per- on a, if you were in the audience on a personal level, what would you? What would you think?
2: Um, if I was in the audience, I probably would have would have participated, but also I would have sat there being like, "Are you joking me? Like you've been working for on this for a year? Like come on, seriously."
0: <laughs> I was an audience member. Uh, I might be one of those ones that, you know, at the at the very end when. Stanley and sold uh, walking into the curtain, and we're seeing over their shoulders. Everyone in the audience is getting up. I'd be one of those audience members going, "Oh, oh okay, I guess this is what we're doing." <laughs> um, was- but then, but then you walk through the curtains. I mean, this not is, this is taking it. it beyond the realm of the film. This is taking it beyond the like yeah. the. I, to me, that was the only devised piece that made that would have made sense for them to do Mm. given the story of the film you know the but in reality if i was an audience member got up gone through the curtain and i guess we just would have all been milling around
2: (laughs) yeah trying to trying to hide behind the curtain so it was like still like total blackness and behind to make it look really like ooh, there's a void Ah." but there wouldn't be enough room behind there no, you reason. would just see people like milling, like awkwardly, like their arms crossed, like trying not to make eye contact with the audience. They'd members. just be
1: bulging in the curtain because you'd just be, you'd be <laughs> pushing back against the yeah. curtain, right? Like,
0: Well, and then would you be like, um, are, are there, there's like two more shows? <laughs> oh, we've been <better> <laughs> we we to go take <laughs> how,
2: how do you get out of that situation? Do you just have to like walk back out of the Do we go, have to oh, go back take around you- and, <laughs> and.
0: Yeah, I was. Do we have to go back around? Do we have to, or, have to for we
1: go for a toilet break? The yeah, do we, do we? What are we doing here? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: How long do we wait here? Do we wait until everyone comes I like,
1: back? I like William's idea of... I
0: really need to go to the bathroom. I like William's
1: idea of taking everyone's ah. watch and cell phone and selling it for money. That'd be good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just going sell them. No. Oh, shit. I left my scarf on my seat. <laughs> oh. Do you think I could go get it? Oh, I don't know. Oh. All right. So this, that's the, this is the
1: end of the film. <laughs>
2: At the end of this episode,
1: <laughs> almost, almost. Um, so, what, what, what have we learned? Don't exploit real life um, um, possible court proceedings. Is that the moral?
2: Yeah, just um, don't be so naive. Do your what? research. Um,
0: and then, yeah, I For the majority of the film, off. I was, I was pissed off with just about everything. Yeah. Makes <laughs> because not only was not only was you know um, Stanley using his girlfriend and her family's very real drama Mm. all of his classmates were okay with it knew that's what they were doing they were fine with it and so they were doing it and i was like oh really
1: there was no one that was a voice of reason no one was like wait a minute Everyone was like this is great (laughs) let's do it
0: and it's because they're all
1: (laughs) little little theater
0: babies first years
1: (laughs)
2: Well, yeah. Theater babies. I
0: like to think that we had more of a conscious than that when we were first year students. I, I mean, like, seriously, I don't know that we would have because it's, you know, you're that young. Yeah, they all knew but it's all exciting. Oh, I'm finally getting to do what I've always wanted you to do. You finally move it out of your parents' house. So it's all about house. you and it's all about the, yeah, it's all about the work and the art. And the, the art this is like five important. And it's like, in In,
2: in
1: yeah. film, I remember quite specifically being taught about like you have to get consent forms.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, really was, do. Yeah, that was the thing about film school. Is like, <laughs> it is about consent. It is about doing things legally. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean there were things we'd do like Oh we'd get up on the roof to get a cool shot or whatever But like you know people's lives I think that I would have been like
0: mm. yeah. <laughs> You're going to get a consent for me Well I don't know yeah like that's an interesting thing Like with um, film you have to get consent From people to appear on screen mm. But I don't remember If we were ever really taught that you need to get consent For people's stories mm. As in real life kind of stories So this could very well have been set in a film class mm. And they could be making a film about this. I mean, this actually sort of almost ties back into My Wedding and Other Secrets. Mm. Right. Where, you know, she's, um, her and her classmate are making a documentary about her family, but her family don't know that. That's right. Yeah. That's not cool. It's not cool. Don't do it. Yeah, um, I don't know.
1: I, I guess I'm just, <laughs> um, I guess I'm less cynical than you. <laughs> like I don't think I would have done that. And you're like, we would have done it. We would have, we would have fucked everyone over to get a good story. Yeah, uh,
0: screw everyone.
1: This is our film. We're making a good film.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like I just, I mean, it's not that I think that, but I, I think that I just don't know. I do know, and I'm better and it's also, than that. It's also that. Well. <laughs> believe in you <laughs> but I mean it's also the dark flip side to the like their devised piece which was you know you just need one lead follower and then everyone that's right follows mm. wolf and sheep the super dark flip side of that is Nazis <laughs> hooray hooray for Nazis um <laughs> no, <but> then, <laughs> hey that ties into our previous film The Zookeeper's Wife look at that Yay, these all together. Nazis
1: yeah, I mean,
0: I, no, Nazis are, <laughs> bad, Nazis are bad. Come yeah. on,
1: um, yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, Stanley, like in the first brainstorming sessions, no one was listening to him, and eventually, it became the thing. The thing that they did was his idea, right? Like, the, mm. so that's interesting.
0: Yeah, that's like there, yeah, like what he says, like everyone has a thing, and that's my, my thing. yeah.
1: yeah. So we just. But it's did. not like your th- thing. It's just like, stealing someone else's story. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought <laughs> exactly. when, he, when he said that. I'm like, are you talking about the story
2: that you stole of someone else's life? <laughs> this is my thing. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Moral quandary. Um, yeah, so I felt like there were. I mean, I overall, I enjoyed this one, but I do feel like there were things that were not that well developed for me. I mean, I think Andrew didn't have a problem with it, but I felt like the. Everything with students was good, but I felt that like the teacher interpersonal stuff wasn't developed well. Mainly because I wish there was more Cohen Holloway. But
0: <laughs> who doesn't? I was about
1: to say you just wanted more Cohen. <laughs> I did want more Cohen. Yeah, but no, I did. I did think that that I, I would have. I guess because I'm a, more of a dummy than than Andrew, I need more of that stuff for an explanation. I wanted more of that, and and there was an interview with Ella Edwards on Radio and Z where they did say a lot of stuff was cut. So I think that mm. there were elements that were in the story that cut for, for for running time. And I,
0: you know, it's that thing like we. I, which makes sense because when you think about it, there's quite a lot going on. Yeah, out. there is. Because not only is there the whole there's the whole thing with Stanley and then the girl that he's dating and her family going through this thing with the, their daughter um, having an affair with a much older married tennis coach, but then Carrie Fox is also trying to get mm. a new site for the school and everything and it's like, wow, there's a lot going on. And I think it's the same
1: thing we pretty much say in almost every episode. It's like, well, we're living the golden age of TV. I'm like, what would this have been like as a miniseries? Mm. You know? Mm. (laughs) We've developed all those (laughs) strands. And and almost every time we discuss it, we're like, yeah. (laughs) Goddamn Netflix and golden age of television.
2: (laughs) They they actually, speaking of miniseries, they they tried to start a docu-series about the the art school that I went to oh, at right. uni but I don't think it ever took off but it was really funny because they wanted um, two of my friends to be in it because they were in the photography department and dating so th- that was going to be the drama <laughs> like the crux of the series um, <laughs> sadly I don't think they ever made it but it would have been great they great did... time capsule of my time at art school they did it here
1: they did it with the New Zealand the Toy Ficari right they did it with the drama school here yeah. did they? yep ooh I need yeah. to watch that
0: yeah the Toy Ficari yeah. series ooh, there's yeah. also the Royal yeah. New Zealand was, um...
2: Ballet series Bunheads
0: yeah. no, it, wasn't,
2: it was based in Auckland, though. No,
0: Bunheads was a... Dance school. Wasn't Bunheads the um, series from Amy Sherman Palladino? Uh, I don't know, but there was one about the New Zealand Royal Ballet. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know, sorry, Andrew. I don't know those series because that's not my type of television.
2: <laughs> yeah, but there... Okay, I well, <laughs> I mean, you're missing out. Okay, so. sorry. It, yeah, there was a docu-series about ballet dancers here in New Zealand and there was another one that was a dramatised series and they were out at the, about the same time, so... Oh, a dramatized series about dancers. Oh, okay, I think there was. Yeah, it was Ooh. like a like Pretty Little Liars, but with ballerinas.
0: Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm. I'm. And then let's not also forget there was the strip one with Taika Waititi in it. The strip club one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What? Um, it was called um.
1: What was it called the strip? The strip. Yes.
2: Yeah, no. yeah, it was What's called that? the strip. Yeah, it was a TV series about strippers. Yeah, it was about
1: yeah. a. When did you come to New Zealand? It was in the early two yeah. thousands. New Zealand. Oh yeah, yes, so you would
0: have missed it.
2: You Dang know. it! Yeah, yeah, you could.
0: Yeah, it was a about a, um, a woman who owned an all male strip club, and Taika Waititi was one yeah. of the. Yeah,
2: do you know James Stewart? James Stewart was in it. <laughs> do you guys know James Stewart? Yeah, we're oh. friends with him. We stayed with him in Seattle. Oh, cool. His partner. I know
1: James Stewart. Oh, sorry, this, is, this has gone weirdly. Everybody specific. knows I James
0: Stewart. Bad. Anyway. anyway We've got lots of, you know, performance-based uh, TV shows. TV right. Yes, for
2: international mm-hmm. listeners, so we know yeah. everyone. So, you know, if you want to yeah. meet up with any of these actors, <laughs> yeah, yeah, give yeah. them a
1: call. I don't know James. I know, I know, I know Cohen. <laughs> I know Errol. We know some of them. Um, cool. I, I'm, I'm pretty much... Those are all my notes. I wrote down quite a lot of notes. Uh, uh, but I think I've gone through most of mine. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? My last note was, Rachel House is in the audience! Exclamation point. And my wife pointed out that Eleanor Catton was also in the audience.
2: Oh, amazing!
0: Yeah,
1: but I don't know. What she,
2: yeah, don't she know what was she
0: looks um like, so. in the. No uh, I think one of the. I'd noticed her when she was getting a photo taken with Carrie Fox's character. <gasps> right.
2: Yes, she plays herself.
0: Yeah, getting a photo <laughs> taken. Where? I remember that? I don't remember that scene at all. Well, so, like there. at okay. the at the at the pre pre show sort of gallery, oh, drink. Yes, you're right. So, sh- oh, so there was a yeah, there was yeah. a. Okay, cool. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Cool. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't have anything else to say. Mm. A lot of creepers. A lot of creepers. But a lot of
2: gr- but it, behind the scenes making the film, a lot of great um New Zealand and Canadian women. Oh yeah <laughs> Canadian on, women. on the uh <laughs> On the bill, so sorry. lots oh, of ladies involved in this. The, one Very of these,
1: happy. one of one of the things that I always like to point out because I'm a dick that way is like when people are in bad things, like what Ryan Gosling was in Young Hercules and whatnot. Um, uh, so goosebumps. Uh, yeah, goosebumps. So at the <laughs> but the but Young Hercules made here. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you mean bad things, <laughs> so, Young Hercules. Young Hercules, Hercules was on. amazing.
1: You're right. Um, uh, so at the beginning, when it's all voiceover, they're pointing at the the pictures of all the students and deciding who's going to be in the first oh, year. Oh yeah. They make a note about. Um, uh, was the was the actor's name? the the Asian actress Michelle Nee. Yes. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but how she was in um, a non a non speaking role on Power Rangers and wore a lovely bikini. Uh, which oh. was like, I was like everyone everyone is a everyone in New Zealand is in freaking Power Rangers at some point yeah. in life. But she was also
2: the same year the at the festival. She was also in Chronesthesia.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's in Chronesthesia, which is as a the great
1: romantic film. lead. The romantic lead, great, great yeah. film. Shout outs to Hen J Will. Yeah, um, he's he's a.
0: Yeah, that's actually also on Amazon Prime now, over here. Oh, great. So, well done. On my it's
1: list. got some, some marketing there for New, Z- New Zealand independent films. But um, I wanted to point out that um, she, Michelle, oh, not Michelle, um, the woman that played the sister, the Ella Edwards. Yes. Um, she was in um, Power Rangers and Legends of Seeker before the change I was like, there you go. She, Shout she out Power Rangers. Even, she wasn't even one of the actors in the class, but she is an act- a New Zealand actress, so... She's on Power Rangers. Yeah. Right. So who was in Power Alan Rangers? Ella Edwards, the um, Isolde Isolda. Isolde? Isolde?
2: Is, I was. I, I Isolde. don't. The one I was, that James. I'm assuming Isolde. was going out with. Isold. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one that James Olsen was going Isolde. out with. Isolde,
2: Yeah. Yes. The younger. Yeah, she, was in,
1: but she was in. Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah. And Legends of the Seeker, and then she was in the Changeover. So.
2: Yeah.
1: It's good. That's how it goes. Yay, Power Rangers. We've, we've had many friends on Power. Rangers. Wasn't in Power Rangers. <laughs> I wasn't in Power Rangers. Oh. And, and were you ever in Power Rangers? No. No. Yeah. No. Andrews an, Andrews in the tribe.
2: Wait, what?
0: No, yeah, the tribe. Yeah. what?
2: Yeah, how many episodes?
0: Three.
2: <gasps> was it three? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I found like yeah. one episode on. I was like it. on YouTube. I've been wanting to watch it. I think
1: there, I think there are clips of Andrew on YouTube. <gasps> like you, you, I'll, maybe I'll try. I'll try and go find them, listeners, and I'll post them for you guys to see. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> yes, oh, post
2: apocalyptic Wellington CBD.
1: Yeah, it's great. Cool. So
0: much... Not
1: even, not even Wellington. Lower Hutt. Lower Hutt. A suburb outside of Wellington
2: City. Right. Yeah. I think the episode I watched, which maybe was the pilot episode, they're definitely in the Wellington CBD. I recognize the buildings. Oh, right. They're like on, um, like, Lambton Key or something. Oh, really? They <laughs>
1: yeah. took some... Because a lot of it was filmed in an old abandoned... Uh, what was it? The GNS building, right? No, it's was, it was, it's GNS, it's GNS it was, building well, now. a bunch... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Listeners, apologize. We're tangent to finish I'm it off. Listeners, um, <laughs> if you want to get to know Andy a little bit more, uh, Rajiv will post some links to Andy's great work as a thespian in New Zealand. <laughs> That's right. Mm. We There's weren't an just extra you know,
0: on the tribe.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were just paying lip service. This whole thing, yeah. you know, actors on actors. Yeah. So. so <laughs> just,
0: I've done acting work, all damn it. Right. So the
1: way, the way that I feel about this is the way that Graham Tuckett feels, which is unusual because I don't often agree with his two reviews. Um, hope you're not listening, Graham. You're a great guy. Um, I'll always choose a brave film with flaws over something polished and pointless. So there's a lot of interesting stuff happening here, but it doesn't mm. necessarily all gel to me. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give it three stars. Oh. <laughs> so <we're> reviewing we review now. <laughs> film review site. Well. Uh, okay.
0: Oh wait, wait! Are we right? <laughs> if, if you want, that's what that? I
1: wanted to do. I'm done.
2: Mm. <laughs> mm. I yeah, I watched it at the Wellington premiere, but I I opted not to rewatch it right before because I wanted to maintain my initial thoughts of watching on the at the embassy. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, I did my research by watching interviews. Um, but yeah, it's, again, it's not something I was jumping to rewatch. Mm. It was um, a nice experience seeing it on the big screen, and it's it's nice. As creepy as it sounds, it's nice watching James Rolleston grow up on screen in the cinema. And now I sound creepy.
1: Um, we have watched him grow up it's true. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: boy was the first film I saw at the cinema when I moved here because it was it was in theater. So it's like oh, yeah. Wow. So he's he's like he's a child. He was a child, and now seven years later, I'm like or six years later. I guess it's like whoa, you're like grown. That's crazy. Um, and very, he's a very good-looking young man, so I wish him all the best. Not my, this wasn't my favorite film by far, but as a, as a time capsule of someone who went to art school, I think it's a quite, a, quite a good representation of, of what it's like and the claustrophobia. Um, and yeah, Eleanor Catton. I mean, I hope to see more of her work on screen. So I think I'd agree, yeah, like, three out of five stars.
1: Two out of five.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe two and a half, but let's go with three. Because Whoa, two and a, a half?
1: Ooh, half yeah, point. Yeah,
2: extra half a star. No, three stars, because extra half a star for Rachel House. Okay. I love her.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Andrew, what are your final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts? Uh, man, it's, it's kind of... I thought it was a really good film, but also a tough film. I don't know if it was just because, for me personally, having gone to you know some theater school, tough to watch and also like tough to empathise with a lot of the people mm, sometimes. Yeah.
1: Are you, are you okay, Andrew? Are you alright? <laughs>
2: <sighs> that, tr- that is true. That is true. That is true. It is hard to empathise with the characters, and that's why it's not one of my favourite films. Because you're just sitting there watching it, and you're like, who am I supposed to like?
1: The dead. <laughs> But even then, I'm like, he's yeah. he's slow to the party.
2: Were you dating my daughter? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, is old. Like you, you like feel bad for her. I guess that's the person you sort of like follow along. It's like, is she gonna be okay? But I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, because there's some very interesting stuff going on. But there's it's it was tough to find um, a character to ah, jeez, except know. for Cohen Holloway, obviously. I mean, yeah, every time he popped up I was like, oh yeah awesome. it's, it's Errol, Errol, um, Errol
1: who's sleeping with underage girls He's the one we sympathise with, right?
0: Oh Jesus oh, well. <laughs> no. ha, ha. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go anywhere near no. that and, No no. Um, God damn it, Errol But damn, this is also the second film That we've had in the series uh, With an older man sleeping with a Underaged mm. Girl. From a
1: from a strongly female living, driven creative, mm.
0: uh, behind yeah. the scenes, Interest, mm. interesting, 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 mm. interesting. weird. Oh. Um, okay, but I know I I just I had so much trouble with um, the morals behind a lot of the characters' decisions, I guess. So there were a couple of times where I kind of had to actually pull myself away from mm. the film. Mm. Understandable. Was just, Understandable. Like, so which was kind of the like you know, it was there was the, the point what the point they were I going for and the point yeah. of like these people are not doing good things, but it did make me disengage. So, so you got a little the point bit. of the film, so five I stars think. from Andrew. Five stars? Yeah. Five stars. I'm not I'm not gonna give a, a star okay. rating. I don't believe in right. ratings. I'm an artist. All right, you can't write oh, art. Right. Well, we've discussed this Bob. So uh,
1: Kaylee, thank you for being a guest in the podcast. Where can people find you if they want thank to find you? Oh,
0: you can
2: find me on the internet, uh, <laughs> on the Twitter at, at KayleeNNZ and on Instagram at the same place. If you care what I do during the day, probably not. Um You creeper. And yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully we'll be <laughs> relaunching Rancho Notorious podcast soon. That's R-A-N-C-H-O podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you and Dan Slevin. Yeah, it's, it's me well, and no, my my, New Zealand my good but buddy Dan Slevin. Um, yeah, we're in, we're in discussion about maybe changing up uh, how we do the podcast, but first we have to like get our lives in order to do it. So so busy, so That's busy. How it goes.
0: Yeah, good. Andrew. You can hello. <laughs> you,
1: can, you can find me on the podcast uh, on the, on the internet at, at ReggieFilm R A J E V F I L M. I'm also there on Letterboxd and you can find the podcast at N T Z O F. Please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. That would be much appreciated. Much appreciated. And you can add Andrew at Andy James <laughs> underscore Inc
0: Yep, that's Ink with a K and that's me on I know Twitter. you didn't w I know you did it you didn't yeah. want to say it.
1: You didn't want to say it because you don't want to get added, but you love I it. I never want to say it. Yeah. You love it. You yeah. love it. I don't. Man, Twitter makes me <laughs> angry. cool. Oh. Alright, yeah. we'll be back in a couple of weeks with
0: another film. Four episodes down. This is pretty exciting. Ooh. Yes. And then uh yeah, the next film, we're halfway. Wow. Holy moly. Thanks a lot, listeners. Oh we'll- boy talk to you again soon thank you for listening thank you for coming back Kayleigh and uh, yes we'll talk to you all soon. Mm. bye, bye.